Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since the Fly Casual podcast did sort of a life and times of a famous individual. And we intend to fix that situation by tonight, taking a deep dive look at the life and times of one American treasure, Mr. Bill Paxton. Stay with us tonight on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I don't think people appreciate how much discussion sometimes goes into what song <laughs> yeah. to uh, start off with. Right. <clears throat> because, you know, a lot of like we it's were doing Forrest deal. Gump last it week. a big deal. When we did Forrest Gump, we're like, we got the whole dang soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the Forrest Gump soundtrack is other than the theme, you know, the closing and opening theme, it's like full of iconic songs, none right. of which explicitly make you think of Forrest Gump. Correct. So we bandied about that for quite a while before we landed on whatever the hell we did. And... <laughs> Uh, but that conversation didn't last that long when we were trying to figure out how do we do a song for Bill Paxton. <laughs> well, we landed on Gump, by the way. What's that? We did. Gump. We did. That ended up being perfect. Once we once we landed on Weird Al's Gump, it was no longer discussion. <laughs> but with Bill Paxton, it you know, I mean, what are you going to do? The weird science theme, stuff like yeah, that. Right? Yeah. Pick a movie. One of the movie themes. Yeah. Knows that theme. But Can the, you hum that theme. <laughs> the weird science. Something um, right now, you do guys. Wait, that's starting to sound like another song. Science! (laughs) Which is Danny Elfman, by the way. Just saying. Actually, I think it sounded like uh, Girly Man, that that poor translation, English translation of that Indian song. Girly Man! Girly Man! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. We could do a whole whole episode about, but you don't have the translation on the podcast, and that's funny. But. Uh yeah, we when we realized that Bill Paxson's directorial debut <laughs> air on Saturday Night Live back Fish. in the 80s was Fish Heads. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh this man. is gonna have to be it. Which for our older viewers are gonna know Fish. Everybody knows Fish Heads from the 80s, mm-hmm. right? Um, our younger viewers might not have any idea no, what the heck that is. No, none at all. <clears throat> now they do. They've yep. been initiated. You're welcome. Now you know what the 80s was. <laughs> welcome to the fish. Now they, that and cocaine. Late now night they, in the 80s. Now they can just meme it as suicidal fish. Yeah, they can say, oh, <laughs> listen to fish heads. Now I, I'm not going to kill myself till He's tomorrow. He's going to cut his own head off and yeah. go dancing. Yeah, there you go. Something. I don't know. Well, eat them up, yum. Eat them up, yum. Roly-poly fish heads, real. Yum. That's how it goes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Fly Casual. Yeah, that's right. Tonight we are going <clears throat> Ape 304. Nuts. Not episode 304. Tonight we're going <laughs> Ape Nuts and Grape Nuts over Bill Paxton because he's a freaking American treasure. Bill Pax. Yeah. Is he, though? Yes. He is. We yes. Will, is they will try forever. to convert everybody as a Bill Paxton lover and we in this podcast. And we will not get confused and say John Paxton, who played for the Bulls. No, no, no. Paxson, Paxson, but yes. Yeah, John Paxson. I've made that mistake many times. (laughs) Or Bill Pullman. Or Bill Bill Pullman. Pullman. Yeah, everybody's made that mistake. Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton. Wait, which one? Who? I think more people call Bill Pullman Bill Paxton than vice is he versa. The, is he the guy on that found the Titanic, or is he the guy With that the was alien, the president yeah. during the alien invasion? I don't know. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which one blows the cigar smoke in drunk Anthony Michael Hall's face? Anyway, we'll get to all that. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. How's it going, How's man? How's everybody doing? Dandy, dandy. Back I'm trying to cut my... I got really hot and heavy into the pin huffing this last week. Oh, I'm no. trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to kill uh, the habit. You are. I don't want to help. You're rehab. Yeah, you're not yeah. doing very good. Between, no. <laughs> between... I'm I'm, still, I'm twirling around my hands and thinking about it, but just trying to prove to myself I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to burn it, but I might still sniff it a little. Mm-hmm. You know, smell you that, that little bit of steak. It's, it's got it. some. Stick it behind good. your ear. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Or just clip it onto my ear and act like like that's like the 80s, right? Dudes just wearing stuff on their ears. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, at, like just random but household not, items. But not the wrong ear. Don't do the wrong No, the 80, they would put safety pins the wrong in their ear. ears. The punk guys would put safety pins in their ears. That's what they used to do. <laughs> the wrong ear. That's a joke on the office. <laughs> wrong ear. They're trying to pierce Andy's ear, and he's like, wait, are you sure it's not the gay ear? <laughs> what are you, for?" <laughs> that, that was a good gag. That was a, and that was that a was thing. A thing. That, that was, was a definitely thing. a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I, weird. And I, I remember when a guy in the youth group did the wrong ear. Oh, no. And everybody, it was like a Mercy scandal. Man. slaughtered. And he was so upset because he didn't know. No one told him that there was a right ear and a wrong ear, which actually was the same ear. The right ear was the wrong ear. You got to do the left it? ear. So I, the left I, ear was the right ear. I can't. Or was it? The right ear was the wrong ear. Well, it depends. Uh, it uh, depends on your uh, depends on your target audience. According to <laughs> according to young person uh, apocrypha in the late eighties and early nineties. So we're so stupid. Uh, yes, uh, and you know what? People that age continue to be. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yep. Their, me- their memeage yeah. proves that every day. It does. It truly, <laughs> truly does. Over there, Magic Control, with Steve J. Howie. Hi. Hi, man. How's it going? It's going all right. Hello. 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 Hi. <laughs> and cross my uh, down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Awkward. That's me. I'm here. Hello. Ready to talk oh, some hey. more Fast and... And or the furious. All right. We're going to skip the docket this week. <laughs> Jumping right into literally anything else that will make us want to kill ourselves. Hey, look, I can meme like a, like a young like kid. Like the kids. Maming like the kids over here. I'm good at things. Yeah. 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 Actually, I mean, considering Garrick's going to have another like 14 movie saga to walk us through, we might as well get right into that docket right the now. Docket sizing. <laughs> <laughs> If Mike Say doesn't fall asleep. Say that more enthusiastically, Mike. <sighs> 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 All right. Who's going to pep us up before we get to Garrick and he tells us about anime or a long movie saga? Hmm. Maybe you should start with I'll start. Garrick. Mine's actually quick and easy because everybody's Girl already like said mom. it. It's, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm pe- Wait, pepped what? up now. <laughs> everybody's already had this on their docket, I think, or at least two of the four of us. Which reduces to one half. I've been helping my kid with their math homework. Um, mm. I watched Queen's Gambit. Queen's yeah, Gambit. Buddy. Yep. The Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. The Queen's new Bambit. Queen's Gambit. Wait, the has Mike seen Bandit. it? Yet? Mike no. has not. So I was, I was, I had told you guys previously, I was waiting to watch this with my wife because you know we have so few things that we can enjoy together. Yes. Because uh, we have nothing in common, and really, just have no business being together except when yelling at Amish people. Because I keep it under control. Um, Rumspringa. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we, uh, she didn't end up wanting to watch it because she had the entire movie or the entire series given to her play-by-play on an afternoon lunch with her boss who loves it. <laughs> and so she told her everything. And so she finally said, you know what? I'm not going to watch it because I literally know everything's going to happen. And I'm like, but can't you watch it and enjoy how well-crafted it may be? No. 
yeah, I figured, okay. <laughs> go watch a go watch a hospital show that for some reason the hospital's really dark. Uh and so I binged it all by my lonesome. And she watched the last yeah. episode with me. Oh, spoilers. Well, I mean she already had it spoiled. But that uh without having to say much about it because we've talked about it so many times, you know, Netflix series. Uh that is an exceptionally crafted pile of entertainment. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a whole pile. Yeah, I mean, because it's big more, old steaming pile of entertainment. It's more than a movie, but it's one hundred percent. It's it never feels like an episodic show in a limited series. It's just like it's a lot of movie split up into pieces. Yep, yep. and mm-hmm. it is magnificent across the board. Characters, actors, cinematography, music, direction. It uses like some some music. It uses a lot of music in the period that is not the go-to songs it's not the fortunate son of the vietnam pieces <laughs> uh, but like songs that i love like weird kind of like weird to not as popular songs and i loved that because not everything was a top charter on everybody's radio all the time back then but we only remember the hits right yeah. so i love the music uh the main actress was just exquisite um hands down and everybody else was too i mean there's literally and dudley what <laughs> yeah dudley dude <laughs> my gosh dudley uh, and peter pan were both great uh yeah that 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 she's incredible amazing she's i mean i don't even think of her as an act she played it so well front to back that i don't think of her as an actress at all because i don't actually know her from anything else that i'm aware and so I was never like, oh, this is her playing this. It, that's her. That I'm watching this person. Yes. It was it was flawless, flawless. And I cannot recommend enough for. Uh, I don't think there's anybody that was like, well, if you like this or you like that, just go watch it. Screw you. It's great. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal front to back. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Everybody else already talked about it, um, and yeah, I, that, I enjoyed it. That Russian guy. Oh, he which was, one? The old the old the, guy the, or the, the main, old Borga? The main guy that yeah. she was trying to, you know. Or yeah, set up against um, like yeah. yeah he, how he's, he's in trying not to spoil it. Last yeah. time you talked about it, you said I don't want to spoil it, but it could have been it, w- it could have set up for a really bad ending. But it's actually you feel good after watching it, and yeah, like it it could not have ended in a way that made me feel any better than what it did. Like it it was literally like at the end I was like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and I and I knew I'm like I knew it's not gonna be a bad ending because Howie kind of spoiled that it didn't matter it was just ha ah, yeah whew, that was good I could watch that again right now if I really wanted to you mm-hmm. know um if like my wife suddenly said okay I'll watch it all right I'll go back and watch it with you yep uh but I really really need to watch Searching for Bobby Fisher again now <laughs> <laughs> which was like it's totally trending on Netflix for a while solely because of this doubtless even though it's a great film Joe Montana at his finest really guys. Other than Fat Tony, mm-hmm. Fat Tony is his finest. So apparently, she yeah. was uh, uh, in Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. If you guys are familiar with that, I'm familiar with it. I have never seen a single episode. I'm not a huge fan of Scarecrow. Scarecrow. I don't remember the dude's name. Dude, what played Scarecrow in the Batman Begins and Bat Dark Knight? She's been in a lot of things, but most Something of it I haven't really seen. She was in New Mutants, which was a terrible movie. And if oh. you like her, don't watch it. yeah she's she's just dynamite just incredible yeah that the storytelling front to back the setups the the little surprises and it's not about surprises the movie is in no way about surprises no not at all not in the least in fact 
everything is so predictable up until the point where you're just like, okay, I don't now I'm comfortable with the fact that the the main character is having to deal with the linear predictability of her life to to some degree. Mm-hmm. And she's aware of it. So now where are we going to go? We've only got a little bit left here. Where are we yeah. going to go? Okay, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good, man. Yeah. Super, super well, well crafted piece of work. I imagine we're going to see her in a lot more things. Now. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. She's huge, man. Yeah. Those eyes. Oh, my goodness. Whew, like, it ain't, it ain't right. Her eyes are not, they're irregular, but it makes, it gives her such a mysterious, like, you just get sucked right into her face. Like there's like yeah. a, an artistic, uh, the, the, obviously the symmetry is there, but the eyes are a little further apart, well, but her face is really narrow. So it gives her sort of like this doll yeah, porcelain doll look. She's beautiful in a whole different way. Yeah. Yeah. She's so, very unique. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. And she just ugh, acted the hell out of that. So anyway, oh my goodness. that's it. Garrick, where are you taking us this week? <laughs> well, on my, uh, journey of, self-discovery <laughs> oh here we I've go tackled another franchise oh boy i was hoping called it. saw no i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was actually really excited for a 32 second two movies yeah <laughs> no oh. i really did try saw and the first movie's just god awful yep. i could not make it through no, don't you don't you don't want to watch carrie always saw his leg off is that i didn't get that far i assume that was what's gonna happen but well you're asking I, the wrong person because i've never <laughs> seen a one of them you want to talk about a, a film franchise that appeals to me? No way. All right. So it's a psychological. I'm out. <laughs> well, but but it's no, it won't work. No, but the I'm going to be dissecting it the whole time. It won't work. So I might no, as well not watch it. That movie is just not well constructed okay. at all. What did you watch? <laughs> but what I did watch <laughs> was a horror film because I don't watch any horror films. So mm-hmm. trying to get into the genre. So I decided to start with one that I came across when I was. Uh, from a, a way earlier docket when talking about the uh, the documentary beta- behind the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the director, Richard Stanley, who was originally supposed to direct that, got fired halfway through. And he hasn't directed a single movie since. Oh, wow. God. Until 2019. Oh, dun, dun. Oh, he directed shit. a movie with Nicholas M.F. and Cage. Whoa. Called Top Colors, notch. color. I'm sorry, Color Out of Space. What? I've never heard of <laughs> this. Right. That sounds like something MST3K would have lampooned that was like done in the late 50s. Yeah. It, I just it, typed in Color. That was the first thing. That color Out serious? of Space. It's listening. That's why. Yeah. I think it's uh, HP Lovecraft. It was based off an HP Lovecraft book. So you know it's got to be jacked up. Yep. Which it is. Yep. <laughs> so. Like I, I, and full of anti-Semitism into, or something. Yeah, probably. They probably left know. some of that out. But yeah. Nicholas Cage, what are you going to do? I mean, come on. You know you're in for a good time. Strap in, have a beer, see where life takes you. <laughs> so basically, the, the plot of the movie is like a meteor crashes down. and This uh, this family lives out in nature, and they are kind of don't want to go back to the, the city, and there's a bunch of stuff going on. Then a meteor crashes into their yard. and Strange things start to happen. Strange bump, bump, huh? <laughs> it's got a bump, 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 so, their, so their neighbor neighbor is uh, Chong from Cheech. Yeah, Tommy Chong. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Chong. Dave's not here, man. 
Yeah, so the it starts off really slow, and you're like, it, 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 you get in this mysterious vibe. Like they start seeing, they, it's almost like they're hallucinating, and they're seeing strange, deformed creatures. And then they realize this meteor or whatever it was in the meteor has uh, has started warping, like the creatures around it and the uh, the nature around it turning it into something different. And so it's like this very it starts off slow and then it, you're like, Oh, that's kind of gross. And then by the end, you're just like, Oh, that was just wrong. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but it's, it's like a true horror movie and, and the, like not blood and gore, but just like makes you uh, uncomfortable. It, it's like Cronenberg horror where there's just things that are unnatural and hard to look at. And you're just like, Oh God, why? Yeah. And, and by the end, uh, I, I really don't want to spoil it, but there's this part at the very end where you're just like, oh my God, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, I've never been disgusted by a movie before, but this movie <laughs> did it. That's kind of, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That's I, coming from you, too, because you watch anime, so I know. you should be desensitized right. in general. I, sh- I thought I was, but apparently, but <laughs> <laughs> it's... Like semi real life, it's different. But Nicolas Cage is actually really good in it. He plays like a a father of these kids, and he's kind of trying to be cool, but he, you know, he kind of has like an angry streak. So he's he's not like the typical Nicolas Cage, which is is fine. But yeah, uh, if you're into horror movies, especially like the Cronenbergian horror movies, Jeff definitely check it out. It's severely jacked up. Oh, you. Piqued my interest with the worst things. What's sometimes. it called again? No, it's called Color Out of Space. <laughs> Color Out of Space. Yeah. Mike will totally get watch it. It's like a. It's some parts are just like a psychedelic trip, and it's it's just a weird, messed up, I disgusting will, movie. I will only watch this if the four of us sit down to watch it together. I thought you were going to say if I hold your hand, and I think that was actually just implied. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I clean up this trash to... room, or we go to Mike's house and make yeah. him not stand in front of the TV with his controller. No. It'd be hard to watch together because there's just a lot of nothing happening for a while. Like I don't care. I would still and discussing need to watch what's this going on, and then near the end, you're just like hit with all this stuff. Like, and then I would have to go home with them and sleep in their <laughs> bed with them. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and spoon. Mm, okay. Yeah, but Saw's terrible. There. Don't watch that. Yeah, no. <laughs> a lot of people not, love it's them. It's not terrible, as in it's scary or gross or anything. It's just a terrible movie. It's like not well done. I watched the episode of The Office the other day where Ryan asked Dwight if uh, did you see Saw? He goes, he goes, what are you idiot? Of course I see Saw. He knows see Saw all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff That's right good. there. I see what you did. That's good. Mike. Okay. So I've told you that I'm busy working in the basement, doing a lot of things, haven't had much time to watch. So when I do actually get a second to just sit down, I just want something that's easily digestible, right? You were almost uh, a meme just now. I know. Like, I don't often sit down and watch, but when I when do, I, do I string myself digestible. up and slip my th- right oh, No, 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 no. no. Oh, no it's an no, older no. meme. Older meme, not newer oh, meme. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Meme classic. All right. So when I want some light viewing, I always tend to 
I've been lately tending to pop in some old friends episodes. So I've been. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Do you do it when I've you're never, lactating? <laughs> I've I know. never seen an episode Go. of friends in my life. Never. Yeah. Does it help you no. through your menstrual cycles when you watch old episodes of friends? <laughs> they're funny guys. They get you through the cramps. They are, are hilarious. They? They're funny. Yes. They're very funny. I'm I, joking. Everybody. Mike would be totally postmenopausal, So <laughs> it's not even plausible. <laughs> He's double postman puzzle. <laughs> I yes, I mean th- this. I would have called this like a uh, guilty pleasure in the past, but I'm too old for that bullshit now. So uh, yeah. I like Friends. They're fun. They're still fun, and um, I don't care if millennials and post millennials say they don't hold up well because there's. Do they you know, say that? I don't yeah, know. My I, wife, no- it, nothing holds up well. When we for, still had cable. My wife would be on old episodes of Friends every time I came downstairs, walked in the room. It's always <laughs> Friends on the TV, always. It's light viewing, and they're funny, man. I, I just, I like it. Those that that group of actors. I mean, they've gone on to do other things and have successes in their own rights right. and whatnot. But sure. um, when that group was Except together, for man, Jelly, maybe. I mean, the, the, the first the first season, time. the first few episodes, they're they're, they're still trying special. to find a groove, but they find a groove pretty fast. Which and one's keep, Joey? Uh, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. He's yeah, he's funny. The, yeah. the one, I think he's funny, but the one the, the guy who's likable that's not Matthew Perry. <laughs> Wait, I'm thinking of Matthew Perry. I think you're probably thinking of Matthew Perry. He's the funniest yeah, he's one. He's funny. Joey's the he's dumb the one. Funny one. Uh, and but, Ross is the anal retentive annoying one. Yeah. And that's David Schwimmer. David that's Schw- that's okay. the one David that Schwimmer I pissed off. The tall, goofy, <laughs> dork one. Uh, yeah, David Schwimmer is the. Uh, would be Ross of Ross yeah. and Rachel. Say, uh, Band of Brothers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Band yeah. of Brothers. Brothers. His best role. His best role. Yeah. Best role easily. Hands down. I best do, best I do friend. Like Matt LeBlanc. I think he was funny in the few episodes I watched of Friends. Right. Uh, no, the actually, best, best person on that show was Phoebe. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, probably. I love why, Matthew why, Perry. Why do you say that she's too. the best one? Um, Because. The character who could play that character in that dialogue and make it stick. She's so because the her, character is so flighty, but then she's but she ends up being the one that's oh, got her she, shit together. That has her shit together. She's the one that grew up on the streets. And she's has, the Forrest Gump of Friends. And her yeah, pretty much <laughs> yep. yeah. And her her parents killed themselves and ran off and left her and you know ditched her and she grew up on the streets and all that stuff. And she's like this hippie weirdo who has these. Weird thoughts and thinks her mom. Does she marry Ant Man? I yeah, mean, come she on. Does. She does marry Ant Man. But wait, Paul Rudd's in this. Paul Rudd and Paul Phoebe Rudd get married. Yes, yes. Yeah. he's yeah. in the oh, series boy. later. <laughs> later. Yeah. I really like Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, no. She she's the one that's always the voice of reason. <laughs> I love how I'm making fun of Mike for watching Friends, but somehow Garrick, Garrick and Steve <laughs> and Howie are both just like I guess Corey knows all about Friends. You guys are like, wait, who, what, where? And I'm like, Phoebe, Mar- Phoebe. Paul Rudd, how do you not know this? How do you know that Phoebe's Phoebe's married him? <laughs> Come on, guys! And I seriously have probably Wait, watched ten episodes is, tops. Is that Courtney? Who's Courtney Cox? Courtney Cox name? is be, I forget um, her name. Uh, uh, Geller, Monica Geller, Monica, yeah. the brother, or the sister of uh, Ross. Ross. Ross, that's yeah. who is Monica. But David Ross Schwimmer. is David how, Schwimmer. How are they Ross David Schwimmer. So they are like equal in all rights. You can be friends as. with your sibling. No, I'm just saying. No, but we're, we're not a big fan of uh, David Schwimmer and not a big fan of Courtney her, Cox. Courtney Cox. I liked her in Family Ties. Does that count? No, probably no. not. She was like the most famous one of all of them. She going was in. much younger. Yeah, than going in, it's, right? It's the one from Office Space. 
That would be uh, that was Jennifer Aniston. That yes. would be Rachel, oh, yeah. Rachel. Rachel and Ross. <laughs> she's in my opinion. Who's she's Phoebe? the hottest, hottest one. See, I agree on a level, but no, I have such a strange attraction to Phoebe that I cannot. I don't. I can't explain. See, I do too. I like like uncontrollable obsessive type here's attraction. The, here's the thing with the Chris. women in that show. <clears throat> I think at any given time you could ask me, and I would give a different answer at any given time. It nah. just depends on the episode for me. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Beebs. She's got all that neck. <laughs> lots, of, lots of neck. <laughs> I love her dearly. You know, she was uh, like very close friends of Conan O'Brien because they both went out and joined oh, the yeah. Groundlings at the same time. Right. Groundlings, I believe, at the same time. And he tells a story about how they like had this. They were all invited to a wedding or whatever. And the whole cast was sitting at a table at the reception. And Conan was sitting there, too. And it's early in his show. And he walks in and uh, and he's like, and they had just debuted and Matt LeBlanc was so out of touch with how the show was going. They, he's like, he didn't know if he was gonna have a job the next day and they're the number one show. <laughs> and Conan sits down, he's congratulating them. And Matt LeBlanc's like, what? He's like, you guys, you have like the number one show. You guys are gangbusters. He's like, we do. And Conan's like, yeah. And he's like, cool. Hey, can I get another beer over here? <laughs> just did, It's almost like he's Joey in real life, yeah. I, apparently. So I don't know. Actually, Matt LeBlanc has a show. I think it was just canceled through the COVID stuff, but. It was, it was on, a show was called Netflix? Man with a Plan. Was it on Netflix? Nah, it was, it was a network show. Okay. Um, it was called Man with a Plan, and um, it, it's the most similar to the Joey character. I think that he's, he's played since Joey? Yeah. The follow-up to Friends? Yeah, but not not quite as slapsticky and weird, but it's yeah. in that vein, and it's actually a pretty good show. It's yeah. just guy with a family, and the premise is his wife was the stay-at-home mom, but now she's going back to work, and yeah. he is a like a contractor guy and him and his brother who's Kevin Nealon. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Nealon is his brother. That's an interesting team up. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's it's actually a, a, a cute little show. It's another easy viewing. So. Yeah. Lisa Kudrow all the way. Especially in the Supergirl outfit. Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> yeah. No, on. You're, yeah, you're Woo. right. <laughs> Howie, dock it. So, I started re-watching the IT crowd. Oh, yes! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, man. This is. Did you try turning it on and back up? <laughs> <laughs> this is. Um, yeah, do it the I've, other way. I've watched it, it through. It holds up, doesn't it? All the way, <clears throat> a few years ago, I think. Uh, you know, and, and and every once in a while, you, you like Netflix or whatever, it says watch it again or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, okay, Netflix. <laughs> I'm I'm going to do that because I need some IT crowd in my life right now. <laughs> It's so light and funny, and yes. it's, uh, you know, it's super grainy because it was made. It's old. A while ago, and but in Britain, yeah, yeah and it's, using like a Super Eight camera or yeah, like a VHS Panasonic candy cam, and it's very British, but it's it's very British, it's hilarious, it's very it's great, British man. plus a little bit of no, I don't want to call it slapstick, but there's physical like actual mm -hmm. physical yeah, humor. I mean, it's not just dry. the two main guys. Uh, <laughs> Chris Moss. Moss and and, and uh, Roy, Roy, right. uh, yeah. Moss and not Moss. Chris, is it Chris? <laughs> Chris O'Dowd. Chris yeah, and Richard Ayuadi. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Something yeah, like that. Pretty damn close to how he says it. Um, it, they're they're both uh, brilliant. Those, they're a game, man. I mean, yeah. they're they're on top of it. Yeah, they are, and, and they play off each other. Even the, the chemistry. Actress, she's is, great too. All three of them. I yeah, think, the chemistry on that show between those three. Is amazing. And I, if you've if you've never watched you're it, you need you're to watch it. Forgetting the the goth guy, 
guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Randomly, the golf yeah, that, guy the that last, lives in the back The last office. episode I had watched was, the, uh, or the previous one to that, I don't remember. Yeah, it was with him. I forget his name now. <laughs> oh, where, where they told her not to open the door? Yeah. And he like works. <laughs> I've uh, I've said this before, but I feel like after what Howie just said, I'll have to. Richmond again. is. I have is only seen oh, one episode <laughs> of the IT crowd. One. Yeah, which one? The first. That's it. Yeah. Nah, you should get past the first one. I I didn't have a problem that, with it. I think it I got interrupted fine. and just never circled back. I, yeah. I, it's 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 one it's, of those that's you never, I feel super guilty about. You never got to Douglas. You need to get to Douglas. I need to get to Douglas. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt Barry. Matt Barry. Matt when Barry. Matt Barry enters the scene, the, uh, the, it, it, it's a new level. It's a new level yeah. once he's in. <laughs> I mean, there. You know, as you're going through this, the first I forget. Does he come in this? The first season, or it's, does it, is it's he... in the it's the second season, I believe, because his father <laughs> basically commits <laughs> yeah, suicide. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he gets caught. I mean, it's it's pretty funny up and through there. Of course, with the with the guys that you know we were talking about, but once he enters that that cast, it's <laughs> it's a whole new level, and it just <laughs> it becomes that much more brilliant. Uh, you have to watch. I'm it. so like I'm just fact, sitting here like you guys are experiencing such joy, and my life is a joyless mass of horrible. I, and I, why am I not sharing Barry, in the joy? And I'm like, what's wrong with me? Here's the thing about British comedy. Well, too. well uh, British who TV, are you talking to? British here? TV in general. I mean, they're short seasons, six episode seasons or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and there's yeah. only like three seasons, and or they're something. 25 minutes long or yeah. 30 minutes long. I mean, it's easy viewing, man. I know. <laughs> But yeah. again, We're going my to, wife walks right. in the room and goes, can we just turn on The Office? Hey, 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 Mike and Garrett, what do you guys think about making the IT crowd a, a must watch? Yes. So that I have to so watch that it. Yes. has to watch it. I, <laughs> that I may be the most expeditious way to do so. <laughs> <laughs> True, truth. Yeah. I did, you, you, know, you could literally binge it in a weekend. Well, that's, I binge the Queen's oh, Gambit. Saturday. I binge the Queen's Gambit in two days. I literally watched all the episodes in one day and left the last episode to watch the next day so that I had something to look forward to because, again, I need joy so desperately right now. So, uh, yeah. 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 It's definitely there. I mean, there are parts that are dated sure. because of technology. Sure. I mean, it's absolutely. But again, who are you talking to? I watch yeah. old ass TV but constantly. I still love the comedy. I, it's great. It's I recommend it for you gotta get to anybody. the episode where they they give uh, their boss the internet. Yes, I was just gonna say. <laughs> they hand him a little box and they say this contains the internet. <laughs> I like, and everybody's everybody's sitting there. They're just yeah. in awe of the internet. I like the one where they they told him they put the speech recognition on his computer. He keeps yelling at it. Yeah. Hello, hi. <laughs> Great. My favorite episode, though, is when they go to the the theater. Yes. Oh, yeah. By far. By far. That's oh, yeah. the best episode <laughs> in the entirety of the, the show. I've seen a, I've seen gay. clips from that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You just struck a weird memory when we talk about the boss yelling at the computer. Do you ever? Did you ever have to teach an old person how to use a computer back when it was kind of newish? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My I remember my grandma wanted to email. She wanted to get into this email thing. So Ooh, my dad bought an old computer with a company would used to sell off old equipment. He bought a computer and this like giant, we didn't have flat screen <laughs> monitors. It's like, geez, like a, like a 17 inch CRT monitor with like this BNC <laughs> connectors on the back. I mean, it was a monster and we set it up on this riggedy old wood, like hundred year old wood desk could barely hold it. I remember sitting there like working my grandma. All right, grandma, you put your hand on here. 
on, on the mouse and you look at the screen and you can see the arrow and that's how you click and you open up here. So when you move your hand, so I swear to God, we knew it was a fail when she looked at her hand, moved it around, stopped, looked back at the screen, tried to find the pointer, <laughs> knew it needed to go over here. So she looked back at her hand, moved her hand in that direction, <laughs> looked back at the screen that's good. Couldn't shit. figure out where the pointer <laughs> where, went. Where is it at? And I, at that point, I'm like, "It's a wrap. Let's head home." <laughs> <laughs> My dad's like, "All right, we gotta stick with it." Okay, no, no, mom, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you have to watch the screen. She's like, "Well, I can't see where I'm moving the the mouse." <laughs> <sighs> yes, the days of yore and mine. I need to, I need to rewatch that now. See? Well, see, you Been got you got Garrett now. Yep, maybe uh, maybe uh, one of the next few episodes will have to be IT crowded. <laughs> yeah, yep. one of my well, favorite episodes is the one where where uh, Douglas is sneaking off to a, a meeting, and Jen thinks he's getting left out of these meetings because he keeps sneaking around and shutting the door, and it's locked, and he she can't get in, and and suddenly she uh, follows everybody in, and they don't realize that she snuck in with them, and they close the door, and it's him jazzercising in there with a bunch of hot women. <laughs> 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 like most British humor, it doesn't sound funny. No, but I'm sure it it's is. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing is that you it's yeah, the, you talk about it, you're like, as I'm talking about it, this doesn't sound that funny. It doesn't sound but you it's could but tell, we, you could tell people all about the Monty Python's life of Brian. Yeah. It ain't gonna sell. Sure, no. It, nor did it at the it's time. Purely visual, you're yeah, right. You gotta watch purely it. visual. You gotta watch. You gotta be there with it. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. That means it's time for some news. Oh, geez, I got to refresh myself here. Pull up the news, boy. Refresh your browser. Well, boys. I can't see the arrow. Um, Howie, you're going to want to plug your ears. Uh-oh. The DCEU in the news this week, boys. All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting, I got to warm up my Don Rickles glands. Get ready to rip this Does thing. How he not like the DCEU? Right. He doesn't like us talking about it. He doesn't like it. superhero anything. But he so. hates what? us bagging on it even worse. <laughs> well, I'm not going to bag on it. I'm kind of excited about this it's announcement. Been a few, it's been a few minutes since we <laughs> talked about it. So. Now, they've, they've been chatting been about this character making a DCEU debut but now it sounds as though it is official Um, who is it supergirl has been cast what for the new dc now we had a supergirl tv show right um which is done now by the way been canceled famed porn actress Um, melissa yeah correct yeah correct um but we have a dceu version now of supergirl who will make her debut in the flash so we've got another flash. Oh, so we don't have a Supergirl. <laughs> got it. Um, Sasha Kelly is going to be our new. Everybody, reach for your Supergirl. device. Supergirl, I Who am. Dat? Who dat? Um, she's a relative unknown. Um, Kelly, feel so bad now. Kelly, Kelly, Sasha Kelly. Oh, I've seen her in stuff and stuff and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, is she going to go blonde or is she going to be the first black haired well, Supergirl? <sighs> The alter ego actually has the black hair. Yeah. Linda Danvers. I can't remember what her alter is. Isn't isn't it Linda? What is it? Linda? What's her disguise name? Carol? Carol. No, no, Carol Danvers Danvers is is Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. You've completely threw me with that. Linda. I thought it was. (laughs) It's Linda something. Kara. It's 
Kara, no, Kara, no, Kara, Kara Zor-El is her, is her. Why are we having trouble remembering Supergirl's <laughs> name? This is like remember. our thing. I know. My gosh. I'm, I'm are my, we have, our listeners IMDB so is right uh, failing to pull up at the moment. So I, I thought I'd seen her in stuff. I'm looking at her IMDB page and I've not seen her in anything. Yeah. I think she's, I don't watch the young. I think when I did look at it, it yeah, <laughs> she's only 22 years old. She only has like eight acting credits to her name. She so. looks really familiar though. Yeah, she's kind of got that face, but I don't know. The superhero character is one of my favorite characters, so I'm kind of excited that uh, she's making an introduction. Wait, 22 years old. Her hair is really dark. Are they going to bleach her eyebrows when she's... This says she was born in 95. Well, here it says the 22-year-old in the... Is it the same? How do you spell her name? Maybe when they wanted her to get adopted from the orphanage, they lied about her age. Yeah, because... Queen's Gambit. (laughs) Queen's Gambit. Unless is that her? Yeah, that looks like her. Yep. Born in 95. Okay. It says, and then it was a 22 year old. Well, I'm out. Television then. actress who managed. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Does not matter. So they can't make a movie about the Flash. They have to throw. <laughs> this is so DC. This goes back. This is a tale as old as time. It's yeah. I told you. Why did you even bring it up? Grimony. No, this is now this is crap because <laughs> they do this all the time. I mean, Wanda was not, didn't get her own movie. I yeah, mean, but before Wanda, Hulk did, Iron Man did, plenty of characters did. Uh, well, see, I mean, Black see, Widow like, didn't. I mean, there's there's plenty of characters yet. that Clint didn't. See, Corey. I mean, yet. Yet. They're yet. all coming. <laughs> not Clint. Well, but not but the thing movie. is, the thing is, DC yeah, hasn't DC done is. any except for Man of Steel. So, oh, uh, wait, now what? Man of Steel is the only one in the current DCEU that guys don't... Well, no Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman after the fact. Sure, right. But it was Aquaman. it was Man of Steel and then start slapping them together. Aquaman was after Justice League. Like, it's just they... I don't know. I guess they feel they've earned it. Now they can just, now they can just act like Marvel. Look, man. I'm giving it the benefit Shazam. of the doubt. I, I, okay, I, Shazam. <laughs> that's the exception and the best one. <laughs> Shazam 2 is going to have the rock in it. So. Heck yeah. As Adam... Look, they got the they got to do this somehow. We got to work with what we got. <laughs> <laughs> I still like, even though it's not traditional Flash. I still like the Ezra Miller take on the Flash. I like that, and I, but I love the Flash. I love all incarnations of the Flash. So I am still hesitantly looking forward to this. But when they start saying, "Hey, we're throwing in other superheroes," I'm like, "Okay, well then, clearly it's not going to be focused on my favorite superhero." So whatever. Okay, fine. I'm going to bring in another one of my favorite superheroes. Okay, I guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just I don't Well, this uh, this movie, I mean, who's helming it? Who's helming it this week? <laughs> <laughs> Same guy, but uh, as last week? Uh, yeah. I don't even know who that was. Oh. I don't either. I can't remember. You're asking questions. I, I'm sorry. We should I'm not sorry. be asking questions. Garrick will Google it while we argue about it. <laughs> it's uh, it's that guy's name we can never pronounce. That's the one. Not pronounce Andres Mushichiti. Yep, him. <laughs> that guy. But now, if you recall, this movie went from being an Ezra Miller thing to now we have, um, we've got uh, Batfleck is going to be in there, if yeah. you remember, and we've got uh, uh, Michael Keaton's going to be in there, and now we got a Supergirl going to be in the there. The Michael Keaton thing is the most interesting point of this whole thing for me. It's still going to end up being like you think, though. I, mean, I know. It's not going to be. It's going to be Thomas. Yeah. He's not going to be. He's not going to be Bruce. Nope. I doubt it. Or is I have he? my doubts. I think it should. Yeah. I totally think they should, but they're not going to. Nope. It's not going to happen. Nope. Just just like with Wanda, we're not going to get I'm, hey, the hey, things that hey, I want hey, in Wanda. Hey, no spoilers, but I still think maybe it is. 
I still think maybe it is. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It could be taking a, a big nap fat in, the, maybe. in the big truck. And is Magneto going to show up? That's all I want to know. You and Michael Fassbender to just walk on set. Yep. Just say, Daddy's home. Yep. Daddy's home. Somehow, Michael Fassbender aged way better the second time around. (laughs) Because the first time around, he aged into Ian McKellen. (laughs) Very fast. Yeah. Very fast. Well, that's just like Obi-Wan to Obi-Wan. You and McGregor. Desert's a harsh environment. It is. That's what I tell myself. (laughs) I don't know how Fassbender aged that fast. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Anything else in news? No, that's all I that's have. That's the news. only thing. Oh my gosh, time for the boo again. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, but that Bill Paxton fella was in a movie called The Tombstone. Oh, yeah. And in The Tombstone, he played Morgan Earp. Yeah. And he had two brothers. You remember that's their shot. names? Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt would be one. And Virgil. Verge. That's interesting because he was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt where his little what? brother was played by Grima Wormtongue and his name what? was Virgil. <gasps> what? And I don't know if you've ever seen a movie called Weird Science because in that movie he had a brother Weird named Science. What? Don't say it. A brother named Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, he did. Oh. He totally did. Dang. Trivia, Tales, baby. Tales from the Crypt was a scary show. You know, honest to God, I, I watched I watched this episode when Porkins Kids submitted this idea. Cause I was like, what? Bill Pax was an episode of Tales from Crypt? Let me break this thing down for you. Oh, here we go. Um so this character actor that's in a lot of stuff is an I he drives an ice cream truck. Bill Paxton is a petty thief, and he's like really mean and abusive to a simple minded brother who's played by Grima Worm Tongue. I never, can never remember that actor's name. That's his actual name. He yeah. changed it. Literally. It freaked me out. It took me a minute to realize it was Worm Tongue. It really oh, like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes, he was. A, yeah, that's actually the first thing I ever saw him in because I saw the movie when I was really young. But um, but actually, and I love him in that movie. He's great in that. Everybody in that movie's great. But uh, but I went and I watched, and I'm like, I'm like, I used to love Tales from the Crypt, but we didn't have cable, so I'd only ever catch little pieces of it at my cousin's house and stuff. I was never allowed to watch it. But uh, I went back and watched, of course, the big long Crypt Keeper intro, and it's really ridiculous, you know, the the kind of off-kilter Beetlejuice-esque music and, the you know, going through the house of camera and everything. And this starts, and it's Bill Paxton, like, angrily searching around this filthy apartment and, and, like, and throwing stuff and kicking stuff and smoking and trying to watch cartoons and getting pissed off because his dumb brother is trying to ask him questions, comparing them to Jesse and Frank James. And because they're they're planning this, like, petty thief thing right and bill paxton's already done bill paxton's already done a nickel right and he but he's like really yeah he's all he's all angry and abusive at his like simple-minded brother but the whole heist is okay the brother works at an ice cream factory they're gonna steal ice cream and they're gonna break into the safe to steal all the money from the ice cream factory that's cash on hand because the ice cream truck drivers pay cash to get restocked. And so he's supposed to, the, the worm tongue brother Virgil is supposed to keep the lady distracted in the office with the safe open 
until he gets in there. But then he gets the idea. I hate that because see, but we find out Bill Paxton used to be an ice cream truck. This is how every Tales from the Crypt goes. <laughs> At what point is this going to get scary? Because I know it's gonna. But now Bill Paxton wants to knock over the ice cream truck driver that turned him in for like pocketing money, and that's why he did a nickel. And he hates him. He's got five hundred dollars cash. He's gonna steal. We're gonna steal that man's cash. And then Grima just like takes an ice pick and just absolutely slaughters this lady in the office. There's blood everywhere. Well, that's a good distraction. Yeah, it was a mistake. And then she's like half dead and blood coming out of her mouth. She's like vomiting blood, crawling on the ground, trying to crawl out to get help. And Bill Paxton knows that the dude in the ice cream truck that ratted him out is about to see her. And so he grabs an ice pick and he's trying to crawl over to her, but not be seen in the mirror. And then just buries it in her head to drag her out of the way so the dude doesn't see. And I'm just like, this crap is effed up. We don't. <laughs> because it's so silly. It's a TV show that's not even like a regular cast show, right? Was that on HBO? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was. And it, it's, 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 you know, 4-3. It's, it's, it's shot on what looks like videotape. And then blah, blood, like horrible violence. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't. You know, we talked about Saw movies earlier. <laughs> that stuff they build it up more. They make it more cinematic. They make it much more. It's 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 not real looking. It's not contextualizable. Right. This is just a thing that's happening because Bill Paxton is trying to keep anybody from finding out his dumb brother just slaughtered the lady that they meant to rob. And I'm just like, and it's all sunshine and happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is disturbing as hell. But this was par for the course with Tales from the Crib. <laughs> and now I feel like I have to go watch a ton more of them. <laughs> you should watch the the one that Joe Pesci's in. If I well, there might be more than one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. where, he, where he's dating twins, and it's just him, but he puts on a fake ponytail and a soul patch <laughs> to date the other twin. <laughs> Perfect. And they end up chainsawing him in half, so one and, could have half and the other could have the other. Yep. Solomon's choice. <laughs> so bad. Nice. Nice. Anyhow. So Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, Paxton is the kind the late of guy. Great. The late great. Bill Paxton's the kind of guy. I mean, he's he's not what I would consider like a megastar, right? Like right. like a Tom Cruise or you know people that have you know the just big giant presence in Hollywood, right? Um, but that said, he you has can put him into top certainly of, you give him top billing. You can yeah. throw him in front of a movie yeah. and everybody be like, oh yeah, he was so versatile. <laughs> he did so many things, and I mean, he's in so many movies that you would totally recognize. And the thing about him is he, he, the way people describe him inside of Hollywood yeah. is kind of an actor's actor, yeah. right? I mean, he's a, he's a guy that people really looked up to and everyone says he was the, their one, like so many people say he was their favorite person to work with yeah, because he yeah. was, he was as much fun offset as he was immediately on onset. Most of the reading that I've I've done on him, everybody that's talked about him just say he was so grounded. He was the most grounded person they knew inside of Hollywood. Do you hear this? Is it me or do you does it seem like this is frequently what we hear about these these sort of like pseudo leading men from Texas? Yeah. Seriously, all these leading these leading men from Texas seem to be like everybody's like, oh, they're so grounded. They were so easy to work with. They weren't caught up in all of it. Yeah, and I'm like, is there something going on in Texas? Yeah, I don't know. Just, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the way to like 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 Barry Corbin, 
You know who Barry Corbin is? Uh-uh. Um, you, did you ever watch? Well, I told you guys I was watching Northern Exposure. He was oh, the, he right. was Maurice, the astronaut guy who's trying to get the town to okay. take off. He was, right. he was a Texas boy from the South Plains. <laughs> he's on the ranch. Always talking about Charlene, my wife. Like he's another one of those dudes who just seems to just love life. Right. Just just blah, blah, you know. Appreciates Matthew McConaughey. At. Okay. Not right. everybody would say Matthew McConaughey is the favorite person they've ever with, but you hear Matthew McConaughey? He just seems like the kind of guy who's just uh. Yeah. Just right. you know, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. You know, there it is. What's up with these Texas these good looking <laughs> well, you know, what's up with these Texas dudes who are just like so chill? Well, Pill Paxson kind of just comes out of nowhere, really. And mm. and he's just one of those guys that worked his way up too, man. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a wet hit wonder. He wasn't a, you know, he's in a movie and he's just the biggest star in the world all of a sudden. He's a guy that just got little bit parts in movies. So, uh, and he must have made big, an impression on Jimmy Cameron. He totally did. Well, here's <laughs> yeah, the dude, they're BFFs. <laughs> here's here's the thing, and I think this kind of describes well how people view him. So early in his career, he did a film called Weird, Weird Science. This is 1985. Yep. He had been in the. I think his first filming credit was 1975. He was 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, so he. But been that's in, before he went to New York and trained and stuff yes. like that. So the 80s. So is where he hit. he's um yeah he's about 10 years into his acting career at this point, but mm-hmm. he still just had bit parts. Yeah. You know, in Terminator, he's like punk number two. <laughs> yeah. He's got the like the, of the, movie. the spiky hair yeah. and the, yeah <laughs> exactly. Teeth. But but seriously, <laughs> again. Camera must have been like you know that weirdo that weirdo yeah, yeah. he's as much well, fun offset here's here's the thing he pl- in in the in weird science he plays uh, Wyatt we Chet. just heard this well he played uh, Wyatt's brother yes. Chet yeah and uh, and so he's the older brother he's the bully and all this stuff and, and I actually steals every scene in the he, every scene way. <laughs> very creepy but I recently saw a reunion thing like a, at a comic con yeah. with um. Oh, the 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 actor with Anthony Kelly Michael the Brock, Hall, Anthony Michael Hall, and uh, the guy who played Ilan, Wyatt, yeah, Ellen Mitchell, something yeah. or other, um, and the three of them on there, and the the subject of, and this is this was post Bill Paxton passing in 2017, yeah, and the three of them when he came up in conversation, they just all lit up, and they were and they asked him about him, and they were just all like, especially Ellen Mitchell, whatever, but they had the most together, yeah, and but Ellen Mitchell, he he's. Uh, an actor that didn't spend much time in Hollywood. Yeah. And even he was like, he's like, he was the kindest um, guy on set. He said he was so helpful. You know, he just always came prepared. He was just a consummate professional and, and just, you know, he's they, they, well, they all said, you know, they're used to the Hollywood types. You get on set and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of snobbery and, right. and, you know, people being put in their place. And they're just like, Bill Paxton was never that way. He was always pulling people aside. He was always prepared. Yeah. You know, he came to the set. He was, you know, he, he didn't have to refer to scripts and lines. I mean, he just came out and was ready to go. Yep. How would you like a nice, greasy <laughs> pork, pork sandwich. sandwich served in a dirty ash? In a dirty ash, yeah. And he doesn't say greasy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you girls make me sick. <laughs> That's probably my first real exposure to Bill Paxton was Weird Science. Oh, uh, probably that, me too. I mean, or and- Terminator, one or the other. Yeah, well, Terminator. But Terminator, it's, would, a, it's a blink and you miss it. Term, Terminator was one of those I didn't even know it was Bill Paxton. Yeah, much until later. later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And you watch it like much later, and you're like, "Was that freaking Bill Paxton? <laughs> that's Bill Paxton." Well, and Holy- that's how yeah. a lot of his roles were. Yeah. You know, again, he's not. He, I don't know. He's not real flashy and all that stuff. But he just all the stuff that he was in. You're right. He's memorable. And and he he stands out, but just in an unassuming way. It's just it's so strange. Yeah, I, you know, works. I it, I 
this is I don't refer to Conan that often, I don't think, but I've referred to a, to a story that Conan told earlier. I'm a, I have another story that Conan told right after Bill Paxton passed away. And he's on a show. He's talking to Andy Richter and talking to the audience. He gives a story that he was uh, they were seeing Val Kilmer in a play. Val Kilmer was playing Mark Twain in a play. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go see Val Kilmer play Mark Twain. And uh, he sits down and in like whoever's with him and then his producer that has been with him from the very start is sitting like down a little bit. And he gets tapped on the shoulder. It's Bill Paxton. Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, hey. Yeah, blah, blah. And, and Conan's like, I just got to tell you, Tombstone is one of my favorite movies. But my producer, I don't remember the producer's name, oh, right over there, it is like one of his favorite movies of all time. Like he is obsessed with a movie. And Bill Paxton goes, wait, which one? That guy right over there? Yeah, okay. Bill Paxton gets up, walks around, taps the guy on the shoulder, turns around, just shocked. Bill Paxton's there. And Bill Paxton leans over and starts whispering in his ear for a long time. And Conan says the dude's eyes just lit up. His like beard fell off because he was grinning so hard. <laughs> and he said it was not a small amount of time. Bill Paxton over there and then pats him on the back. It's up. Bill Paxton walks back. See, later on, he's talking to him. He's like, what was Bill Paxton saying to you? And he goes, he just leaned into my ear and recited every line that he had in Tombstone and walked away. <laughs> that's awesome. See, that, that's how what weird I'm but cool about. Yeah. is that? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you're the one, Wyatt. The one, <laughs> and those are those are the kind of people that, and those stories that you like hearing about. Yeah. People that show up. We've talked about. Um, oh, who were we talking about that? Um, <laughs> just last week. God dang it, I can't think of his name. R- Russell, Kurt Russell. Yeah, uh, he's one of those guys that shows yes. up and is super prepared, and he's just he's when he's in a role, he is just completely consumed by it and, and super professional, and yet <laughs> cameras off. End of the day. Wants to buy people dinner. Like right. that kind of like yes. that kind of like, hey, you know, right. wants to get no people, treats the crew with respect. Right. That's always a huge one, right. which is sad and pathetic. You know, but you know what, you know what movie franchise Kurt Russell's in? Uh Marvel. Fast Galaxy. and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Of course oh, he is. No. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> and he showed up to the <laughs> he showed up to the set with two hundred pages of notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes. Bill Paxton is like when when a when a star dies, especially like um not quite an A lister, somewhere like a B plus lister or an A minus lister, everybody gushes about them. But this is the one where when everybody went to gush, they went, we know everybody always gushes, but because the, it's like no one could say enough about how beloved he was yeah. by everybody in the industry. Michael Bean gave a talk. Yeah, where he talked about him, and he and and it was, he was giving this energetic speak on a, a speech on stage. It was literally someone recording with their phone, and and he to describe how Bill was, uh, he he just full on just acts like Bill. And he goes, "This is how he walk onto set every day," and he stands back and. Just, and he throws out his arms like, hey, how you doing, man? Walking like he walking. It's like he hadn't seen him in a couple of years. He walks up, throws his arms around. He's like, how you doing, man? I saw your movie there last week. That was great, man. Did you see mine? Did you see mine? Did you like- yeah, right. Just like hugging and happy and excited yeah. and just, I don't know, man. Now I'm upset that I personally didn't know Bill Paxton. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would. Right. That's not a burden I carried until I looked into all this. Oh, man. All right. From so, aliens, right? Yes, Bill Paxton. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> Very quotable. <laughs> let's, uh, That's let's my hits. least favorite Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of a, yeah. It's iconic. Yeah. It can, it, sh- it should always be remembered and never go away. But also, I mean, it's one of my least favorite alien movies as well. And, 
yeah the the jimmy cameron aliens film but again there's james cameron shows up to make an aliens movie he goes where's that punk guy he was cool yeah where's him <laughs> Well, and, then, and then James Cameron's like, "Hey, I, I just bought. You know, I was bought. We're gonna go dive around and 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 send a sub, take picture of the Titanic. Where's that guy that said game over, man? The, the dude with the punk from Titanic. <laughs> Bring him along. Bring him along for that. We're gonna just keep using guy. him for everything. It's the heart of the ocean. So man. here's here's some of the um the filmography, if you will, some of his early work. Uh, Stripes with uh, Bill Murray. He had a bit part in that. <gasps> he did what." Oh, he was. was he didn't the even dumb have a name. Guy? Just soldier number eight. So oh, so he was just like was a background. <laughs> so yeah, he was pretty background still wow. back in the day. This is nineteen eighty one. But yet I feel like I feel like I'm picturing him. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's a false memory. But and of course, eighty four Terminator. Yeah, uh, you know the punk guy. Eighty five has the speaking role. The, you know, fairly big for him. Uh, apparently, he was in Commando. <laughs> I did not know this. <laughs> He's one of the intercept officers again. Super background. Oh, and then of hey. course, eighty six. We had aliens. Um, what else do we have here? Um, Predator 2. Predator 2. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Tombstone, of course, 1993. Mm. Uh, Morgan Earp. Top of the charts. Deal. Um, True Lies. He was Simon oh, in True yeah. Lies. That was the greasy pork sandwich of his role. <laughs> that, that was a great role. That's the first time I ever heard a man refer to a woman as having an ass like a 10-year-old boy. And oh I God. was so revolted. I was like, did he just say that? Now, granted... Arnold then immediately imagines punching him out and bl- you know bloodying his face. But I was I felt that wasn't enough. Like I was I I I, I am sickened to later find out that that was not an original expression written for that film. But that is the only that's the first time I'd ever heard that and I was like what the disgusting what? But I'll say this Boy, Bill Paxton was selling it. <laughs> was, he played that role great. Just that greasy, disgusting car salesman. Yeah. Um, and then the very next year, 1995, big one for him, Apollo 13. Yep. Oh, uh, that's big a good role one. in that. Yeah. That was a, that was one of the first times I saw him in something where other than, you know. Right. Wait, we're, are we to Tombstone yet? Did we pass Tombstone? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. we have. Yes. So other than Tombstone, which was still a character character, that's first that. Apollo 13 is where Bill Paxton said, showed me, I can just play a dude. Yes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he did kind of very well. well. And, and it was a big budget, you know, yep. highly acclaimed movie and, you know, lots of, again, yeah, I mean, Tombstone had come slightly before this, but uh, um, a big one for him. And then, um, of course, plays the lead in Twister, 1996. <laughs> hey, hey, call back to last week. I saw Twister at Holiday. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I sure did. Nice. And we we got there late. I was there with uh, with the uh, smoothie, Howie. Yes. And that the you know Mark and Stacy and the whole gang. And we got there late, so we had to sit in the very front row. And you would have thought, even when we walked in, and it hadn't, it was just getting ready to start. You'd have thought it was a Rocky Horror Picture Show. There was food flying through the air. Like that crowd was in. For a adventure flick, they they knew they were like we're here not to see a cinematic masterpiece. We're here to get on a roller coaster. I think when, when Twister came out, the reason you went to see it is because everyone said it was so terrible. 
that you had to see. Well, they're, you know, like Forrest Gump, they did a big marketing blitz on the making huge. of Twister before it came oh, out. Yeah, it was huge. You know, all the CG that they'd done and stuff like that it was all very cutting edge at the time. And yeah, like it was just kind of Helen Hunt, the chick from Mad About You. What? Yeah. Bill Paxton? Okay, Bill Paxton. I understand. Carrie Car- Elwes? Carrie Elwes as the bad guy? I don't understand <laughs> anymore. Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> no one. I don't think most people had any idea. He was just at that point the fat guy from Twister. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, I like I remember my favorite line in that whole movie. And they're standing in the parking lot of that diner and he walks out and he just looks out at the sky and his eyes narrow and he goes, We've gone green. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> he delivered that line so, so I was, over the I was top. a kid. I thought I was the only person who realized that when the when everything turns green outside in the air, the weather's about to get bad. Cause I would mention, I'm like, we're gonna have a really bad storm. Because look, it's green outside. And my parents are like, What? And I'm like, are you, am, am I the only not colorblind person here? But then he said that line, and I felt like I was vindicated for years of <laughs> feeling like I was something was wrong, that I could sense. I had a mutant ability to sense storms coming. <laughs> I didn't have the internet to tell me things. At this time, guys. <laughs> Doesn't know. No. All right. The very next year, 1997, big year for him. Titanic Whoa. plays the um, Captain Brock Lovett. Now, I found this his performance insufferable. Yeah. I didn't think it was. Great. I in his defense, it. he didn't write it. In well, his it, defense, he doesn't have much. I in felt that film. everyone's performance in that movie was mm. insufferable, except for Kate Winslet. I feel like she's and, the only. And, and Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Thank you. Very good. All right. Kate Winslet. I like Kate. She. Winslet. I love Kate Winslet. I didn't know that then, but it's. Since work she's done I since, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. Also, this time the last time I watched it, I actually saw her boobies. Whereas when I saw it in theaters, this is not a lie. I was sitting between my mother and my girlfriend, <laughs> one hand from each woman over both of my eyes. Oh man, that's too bad. And they did not plan little gags like that. It just happened that way, and I accepted How embarrassing. it. Embarrassing. Yeah. She showed her boobies, and I like them, them too. too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 1998, Mighty Joe Young. The giant gorilla. The big gorilla, dude. They're really proud of that gorilla. Was that Charlize Theron? (laughs) I think it was in that. Was it? Uh, 2000, U571. That was 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 an okay uh, movie. uh, John Bon Jovi was in that, wasn't he? Was he? I think Bon Jovi was in that movie. It could be. Matthew McConaughey was in that. Was he? It's been a long time since I've seen that one. In 2002, big year for him, Spy Kids 2, The Island of Lost Dreams. Hey, you know, <laughs> my kid the other day was all excited because there's a new movie that, that's that got like Spy Kids in it, grown up, and Shark Boy and Lava Girl in it, grown up. And I'm like, oh, we're crossing the franchises. Wait, that's in the same universe? Uh, apparently they are yeah, now. It is. I'm like, you got, did you, do you get Antonio Banderas back? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Those, those movies were watch. full of stars. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I yeah. I don't get it. The first time I ever saw it, I was at a Walmart that had the TV turned up to like 120 hertz, and you really saw how lo-fi the effects were <laughs> with 120 hertz. You're like, oh my god, this looks so bad. Uh, yes, whatever. 2004, Broken Lizards Club Dread. 
that's the that's the one what? I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one. I've I've seen, that I've was after Beer Fest. I've so. seen it and it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Well, Beer Fest awful. was barely watchable. But you know what? <laughs> okay, Beer so Fest here's is amazing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> das Boot. Das Boot. When he's drowning in the beer, yes, and he tries to drink his way out. There's a couple. There's a couple of funny moments in an otherwise terrible movie. He's got. You got to tip it sideways. That's <laughs> got to avoid that bubble. <laughs> Sorry, that movie wasn't. <laughs> but uh no actually the, the point i want to make is okay so here's a guy who's done some pretty big stuff is highly respected but then can do spy kids you know do little cameos and do you know have a role in broken lizards club dread yeah you know the guy he's not one of those guys that felt like his you know shit didn't stink and yeah yeah you know could still do stuff you, like that for buddies you didn't mention one of my favorite roles of his okay which one in edge of tomorrow which oh, yeah, is right. a fantastic movie. Right. I rewatched rewatched it uh for this episode. Master Sergeant Farrell. <laughs> Master Sergeant Farrell. Oh my god, he's so funny. Because he's yeah, like that, that typical uh, you know, I guess army drill sergeant. <laughs> he's like from <laughs> Kentucky. So he has all these little a- uh country axioms and stuff, and just the way he walks, delivers his lines, it's just like Perfect. Yeah, I lo- it's such a such a good role that for him. And that's I need to watch movie. that one again. Really bad. Now the guy long. been too long since I've seen it. I need to see it again. The guy too. I mean, he wasn't averse to television. We already talked about. Oh yeah, from the crypt. But um, he had roles in Miami Vice, uh, Frasier, um, yep. Agents of Shield. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, McCoy. Yeah. All right. Uh, training Day. Oh, Hatfield McCoy. Yeah, he played the the head McCoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Randolph McCoy. Yeah, and uh, was it Kevin Costner was Hatfield? Yeah, yeah. So. That was a that was a that was a good series. It wasn't great, but you know, I I've, I've got some familial roots in Appalachia, and so I was really attracted to that series when it came out. And I remember watching it and thinking, like, dang, Bill Paxton's like creeping me out with how well he was playing this kind of patriarch who was probably less than completely scrupulous he did a night yeah i forgot i'm sorry i just forgot all about that till you mentioned it man that's a that's a good one now we mentioned earlier too that he was involved in music we did the music videos for fish heads and i actually worked with barnes and barnes quite a bit but he's also done pat benatar videos and he's also worked with limp biscuit really (laughs) yeah yes my gosh wait did he do it all for the the nookie? the nookie? No, he uh, he ate you did they, alive. Did they try to give him a cookie? <laughs> what did it? Oh, yeah, you that. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, also invi- involved in video games. Did some voice work for Call of Duty. Did you guys know this? I did not oh, know that. Call of Duty. Which Advanced, Call of Duty? Advanced Warfare. That's why I did not know. <laughs> it was after Modern Warfare 2, so I don't know. <laughs> Good stuff. So, but uh, the guy has um, numerous nominations for different awards. Uh, he's won twice. He won a Saturn Award in 87 for Best Supporting Actor for Aliens. <laughs> Well, Ow. Saturn Award is Saturn Award. Yeah. And the Screen Actors Guild Award. Screen Actors Guild Award. Outstanding performance by cast in a motion picture for Apollo 13. And he won that. Yeah, that's that. So. I agree with that one. 
for sure absolutely so he directed frailty which is a pretty good movie you ever see that one no nope. mm-hmm. have not oh really what Got is Matthew frailty mcconaughey in it all right all right, all right all right all right that's a good uh suspenseful somewhat supernatural really horror-ish movie yeah he's so good how he's, the one, how he's, he's the in it yeah. he's in it and directs it nice Nice. Texas boys, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Bill freaking Paxton. Still, I, you know, talking about after you passed and the tributes and the, you know, people that I just, you know, just reading through some of, you know, the coverage of that, of of when he passed, just the the amount of people, you know, you're, you're right. People, you know, will give their little tributes and things and say nice things about people when they pass, but it really seemed like it touched it like his passing really touched a chord with a lot of people. Yeah. To the point where they weren't just saying the nicety to say the nicety. They were going out of their of people, way to make sure people knew they weren't and that, just saying and they the were niceties. choking, you know, people yeah. were choking up and it was, you know, yeah. And, and, you know, big name actors and actresses too. I mean, these mm-hmm. are, you know, people that well, he, like, I remember Ron, how there was like, what was it? The red carpet on the, of, was it the Oscars? It was like the uh, the either the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes. Everybody was on the red carpet getting asked if they'd heard about his passing. And I I saw Ron Howard, you know, director Apollo thirteen, also Star Wars, uh, like just hit hit by it, you know. And he responded, "Well, it's not like he was choking up or anything. Like, I, I think he'd heard about it just pr- just prior to that." But yeah, there was all this footage of the, everybody just on the red carpet going to an awards. I'm like, "Hey, did you hear Bill Paxton?" Like, "Oh, what?" Like. Mm-hmm. It knocked everybody on the side because he had a heart condition. Right. That right. is a pretty common heart condition that has to do with blah, 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 it's, aortal. There's a heart valve. Yeah. There's three, there's three, three stems that come off the, I can't remember if aorta something, but there's three stems that come off and only two of his worked. And it's fairly common. It's like 2% of people suffer from this. And most people, if they find out later in life, because it only becomes an issue later in life, it's a, a fairly common surgery with a good success rate. But he just had the surgery and a week later had a stroke and died. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's just so Sucks. And, and yeah. Was it because of a blood clot ultimately from the surgery? Oh, yeah. It was a post surgery thing. Yeah. I don't know if it was a blood clot, but I. I Usually I, those are what causes the strokes because the blood clot happens. Yeah. And it gets right. The brain and- yeah. Yep, me check right out. Yeah, sounds, sounds about terrible. right. So, yeah, yeah, it's a terrible and Stupid actually, blood. it's probably the most painless way to go. Probably the blood clot to the brain because it's like instantaneous. From my understanding, I'm sure everything leading up to it wasn't a blast. Have you ever done it? Yeah, you don't know until I, you try. Dude, I've been dead so many times. I'm dead inside right now. It's nice. true. He is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton. I can. Yeah. He's in so many movies that I could watch at any point, like Tombstone, any day. Mm-hmm. You want to watch Tombstone? I'll watch it right now. You know what I mean? Uh, and and the same, I could say, even though Aliens is my least favorite alien movie, I watch Aliens any day. You know, Weird Science, I can watch two thirds of Weird Science any day. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Wait, all which... of Weird Science, and I mean all of it. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. You know Iron Man's in that movie. Yes, I know Iron Man's in that movie. <laughs> I'm keenly aware of Iron Man's presence in that movie. Uh, long-time marriage to Louise Newbery. Had two children, uh, one of which is acting now in Hollywood. And also his father, did you know this? His father acted in uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. 
I did not. Know. Which one? The first one? The first one. Yep. I'm not sure. I looked him up. I I didn't recognize the face just by. Was he Uncle Ben or something? He was not Uncle Ben. Do you guys know this? Uh, Bill Paxton's father has been rumored to be in the next Spider-Man movie. They're bringing him back. <laughs> Along with everybody else. <laughs> they got the whole cast. Oh, everybody's gonna, coming. They're going to CGI Bill Paxton in, actually. Yeah. yeah really just because. Why not at this point? Yeah, everybody, why not? All, all, Deep fake technology is so good. We're just going to have old actors being everything. And then by, real life actors will be complaining that dead actors are taking all the parts. I actually think it's just a matter of time before we get the next Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow where... It's somebody does an experimental film or instead of just seeing what can we do with like very flat CG inexpensively like that movie was like it was kind of like an experiment with sort of like cheap CG. Uh, Not saying that it was bad. It was just it was very specific. Right. I think we're probably going to be we're only a couple years away from having a feature length film of deep fake dead actors. I think it's just a matter of getting the rights from the families. But I think you're going to see that happen pretty soon. As uh, and and I'm not not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm f- quite curious, quite quite curious. So, anyhow, so, so can people become public domain? Can like after a certain amount of <laughs> your likeness? Like I can own Elvis because he's out of public. He's in public domain, right? Well, I, I look at it. Like no, dude, no, no, Elvis <laughs> can't own Elvis. That, but I mean. There are features like movies that are in the public domain. So you can absolutely show the likeness of actors who have passed on in whatever you want. If the films and things that they've been in are in the public domain. So the question is, how far does that go legally? So I have a feeling that there's going to be like familial consent involved when we do see it, but it's going to be happening. So the best we can hope for is that Bill Paxton's included. Mm -hmm. I want him to be like the narrator in the armchair at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) Right by the fireplace. Yeah, I don't even care what the movie's about. I just want that. Hi, I'm Bill Paxton. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was dead on. You should go on the road with that Love one. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do a quick roundtable. What is what is the for you, everybody, <laughs> all the way around the one Bill Paxton movie that's a must watch? I already said Tombstone, and I can't live without him as Morgan. He was such a perfect contrast against Virgil and Wyatt. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Virgil was old and hardened and wide and Wyatt was trying to keep his humanity and trying not to lose himself to his past. Mm-hmm. And Morgan was in, in the way that film portrayed it. Morgan was the one who had not hardened yet. Right. And even though Bill Paxton had played dicks. Right. He was perfectly he, he slipped the, right into, slid that, right right into right. that beautifully mm-hmm. as the hard contrast against Virgil and the part of Wyatt that Wyatt was trying to hold on to. Yeah can't live without it yeah. and and that's top 10 film for me yeah so. garrick what do you think oh man it's probably apollo 13 yeah yeah because uh <laughs> I, I just watched that one recently too uh in preparation and i forgot how good it was like yeah that's oh, a yeah. great I, movie yeah it, it holds up because a lot of like 99 percent of it is practical effect but it also holds up because it's a period piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yes. that too. Period yeah. piece is it, always, it's like a cheat do. code. They right. hold up better. Mm-hmm. And it has Gary Sinise and uh, yeah, and, uh, Tom Hanks, Kevin Tom Bacon. Hanks. Yeah. yeah. God, what a great yeah. cast. Yeah. Up again. But Ed Harris. H- him and yeah. uh, Kevin Bacon 
Like I, I'd forgotten Rita Wilson. Like, a ton of this movie. Yeah. Like Kevin Bacon is like this rookie pilot who they don't trust. That's right. And yeah. he's like last minute ad and yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because so they had to ground Gary. Is like, mm-hmm. is like this little rookie guy is going to kill us. But, he, you know, he, he says it, but like there's this constant like consternation between the two. And it's a, a lot of it's nonverbal, which yeah. is fantastic. And I, I just love his how he how he portrays the, the character and his and it, he looks and he becomes sick during the course of the the flight and so his like everything is he just stops saying lines because he's sick but it, the way he acts and looks and everything you you feel sick looking at him yeah like his presence it's not like he gets sidelined as a as like a gimmick oh he got sick so now he's not it, it, it's you you're feeling him there you're feeling yeah. it you're yeah. feeling it despite yeah very much uh, yeah so definitely i think that probably one of my favorite role of his definitely the his best acting role my opinion i think yeah. that's yeah i think that's a very fair mm-hmm. call yep howie do you have an opinion well it'd be it's toss-up between tombstone and apollo 13 I yeah think. i mean those are his kind of pinnacle and and yeah. most probably praised roles yeah. and um just showed his versatility and his chops mm-hmm. i mean just like you said i mean he had been done bit parts before and usually kind of yeah. played the the asshole greasy goof you know, dumbass or whatever. Chet was I'm disgusting. Just, I'm just scrolling through all like his movies just to see if there's anything, anything else that would rank out. higher. You know, Titanic is pretty high up. <laughs> <laughs> high up someone's ass. Yeah, pretty much. But no, I mean, Twister is pretty, pretty amazing. You know, too. Twister, I, I think, is... is Twister is... because we Okay, we talked about 90s films last week. Yeah. Twister is the quintessential '90s film yeah. that, at the time, it was a roller coaster and fun, and right. now it's so bad it's good. It, yes, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, right. I don't. I think it was so bad it's good back then. <laughs> it was never good. I didn't say it was good. It was. I said no one was going to it for any reason other than just to see a rollicking roller coaster ride. I That's remember it. watching it in the '90s and thinking, "Oh man, that was pretty cool. That was different." You remember know, when the cow but... was hovering around <laughs> yeah, and mooing right. at them, and you could hear the. Doing? It Remember was that guy's head got sawed off, or, yeah. or or was it Ford trucks? Yes, they were. Yeah, they were really pimping trucks with that movie. That's right. <laughs> this truck can survive a tornado. I don't know. Edge of Tomorrow is pretty good too. Edge of Tomorrow is fantastic. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow is a I love Edge of freaking Tomorrow. awesome movie. And yeah. I'm saying that as and a Tom he, Cruise hater. Yeah, and I'm saying that everybody as who liked Edge of Tomorrow said it as a Tom Cruise hater. But everybody I'm, I'm was saying shocked. it as a Bill Paxton fan. There you go. There you go. Hey, he's so good at good. that. Oh, and I've so got to funny. recommend. I've got to recommend the weird science. I knew man. you. You somebody I has had to. to. I mean, the comedy. I just the this just turn the asshole big brother. Every quintessential eighties. It's like every move that he does as Chet is like so lockstep militaristic, <laughs> but yet. He's acting like just a gr- a nasty greasy douchebag. Like the, like the spin around like rear backward kick to the door with his heel with his yes. like it's like what the hell kind of a douchebag are you? No, now even even worse than that was a scene at the end where he comes home or wakes up the next day or whatever after yeah. the party and he's like what or no he gets home from duck hunting that's what it was <laughs> and he's got the duck and he's like sees that there's a party and whatnot and he's going around and he with the gun in his hand he's breaking down doors yeah. and stuff like yeah he's doing like the spin move around doorways <laughs> and everything he's got his he's got his rival like clutch he opens the him. closet in the kitchen and he goes oh hi nanny and pappy and then shuts the door and <laughs> <laughs> and turns back around and it's because they're in his 
state of stasis or whatever. Yeah. But no, the, the my favorite scene is when he walks into the bedroom and the girls are in there sleeping. <laughs> or no, no, Wyatt and his girlfriend are sitting there sleeping. Yeah. And he's got the gun and he just pops them on the head yeah. <laughs> with the gun. Like, wake up. And they're like, ow, stop. <laughs> he's like, off the chart <laughs> douchebag. Or the scene, damn it. The scene where he comes, where, his, where Wyatt comes out and he's wearing the girl's panties. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the towel on because he just got out of the shower. Yep. And he pulls it off and you see his butt. And he yep. goes, damn it, man, will you just cover yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yep. He takes the towel off himself and hands it to his little brother wearing panties. Classic. <sighs> Good stuff. Weird Science is a weird movie, but there is a lot of brilliance <laughs> sprinkled throughout. God's sake, would you cover yourself? <laughs> y'all bill paxton is i don't know how much if bill paxton was completely healthy i don't know how much more bill paxton we would have got but we didn't get as much as we should have i know that truth i know that he aged like a fine wine yeah better with age really i bet yeah amen to that and you know what else gets better with age sleep (laughs) sleep (laughs) because you get less of it no just because when I get old, I need more of it. Yep. So having said that, we're going to tie this off so we can get back to mm, that. Sleeping. Sleeping. But in the meantime, <laughs> won't you run out to wherever you get the podcast, podsk, the podcast, podcast. There we go. Nailed it. Give us a nice little review, especially because of my enunciation of words. And also go to betterkind.com, click on the link to our Discord channel, and join us on Discord and tell us your favorite Bill Paxton moments and other things that you might like to hear about on the show, or just spout off about what's going on in the world. And I mean, we always try to keep things pretty jovial. We dip our toes in a serious conversation here or there, but it's a fun place to hang out, and that's what we like about it, and we'd like you to be there, too. In the meantime, I'm Corey over there's Mike. Chet. My name is Chet. <laughs> over there's Howie. Game over, man. Over there's Garrick. Howie took mine. Mm. Aww. Yeah. Aww. You're the jelly, Garrick. Yeah. The jelly, Garrick. Jelly. Aww.